Welcome back to another episode of the HBO Boys Podcast. Tonight, Ryan Brickman, attorney at law. The episode title, The Wicked Westy Town. Our hero, Ryan, is on an express train to Oklahoma City to meet with his client, Mr. Dallas. Ryan is a suave and debonair L.A. City lawyer to the rich and famous. Women want to be him. Men want to be inside him. (laughs) I'm Ryan Brickwin. Men want to be inside me. Traveling with him is his stalwart companion and secretary, Samantha Avenue. Professional and intelligent, her and Ryan always maintain the veneer of a professional relationship, but there is always the undercurrent of a will-they-won't-they relationship. Guys, I'm really stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) Their third companion (laughs) is the hard-nosed and hard-talking private eye, Adam Carver, longtime friend to attorney Ryan Brickman. They always maintain a veneer of professionalism, but there is a constant will-they-won't-they tension under the surface. (laughs) You won't catch me sleeping on the job. You might catch me sleeping with you. All right, if it must be. Our heroes are on a train heading to Oklahoma City in Kansas. They arrive at the station, and they meet in a cafe in a private room with the wealthy financier, Mr. Dallas, a client of Ryan Brickman. Howdy doody, Mr. Dallas. Good to see you again, Brickman. So listen, I have an important case for you. But uh, it needs to be on the hush-hush, if you understand me. Yeah, hush-hush, all that. I very much understand. Anything for the right price. So, an associate of mine, mysterious Dr. Robert Chevy, has this strange historical recreation park out in the prairie called Westytown. It's pulling in a lot of money, which is good for me, but I'm a little concerned about rumors of workplace mistreatment and possible illegal conduct. As my lawyer, I want you to go in and just make sure everything's on the up and up. But again, I want you to go there ostensibly as a guest of the park. Don't let on that you're watching them. I want them to be acting as normal as they would when anyone comes to the park. You understand me? I understand completely. You want a lawyer and you want someone who can understand being a clever disguise. That's going to be hourly rate. I'll just want you to know that, like, up front, okay? I'm counting pennies here, and uh, my watch runs fast. Dr. Chevy's a strange man. He, he insists on historical accuracy, and so the only, the only uh, currency they accept in the park is these old-fashioned Indian head gold coins. So I've prepared, uh, I've prepared 40 of them. They're each worth 250 This is a lot of money, Brickman, and... Uh, I, I, I want you to bring back anything you don't spend, okay? Indian heads, you say? That's racist, and since it's the 30s, that tracks with me. Mr. Dallas gives the money over to Brickman and his companions and heads off to the next dirigible, back to the city. Dirigible? <laughs> yes, it's the 30s. Okay. <laughs> I, I, didn't know we, I didn't know we were all on the goddamn Hindenburg. No, you guys are on the ground. All right. I'm rolling for uh, dirigible, James. Our characters board the private express train to Westytown and enter into a nice private cabin. As you guys are waiting for the train to take off, you see some interesting characters board the train as well. A man 
dressed head to toe in a gaudy white cowboy regalia, heads off to the dining car. Meanwhile, a tall woman in a strange-looking red robe is walking with a child, a small child, in the same red robe, surrounded by three large guards in black suits, and she heads off to the private first-class cabins. And that's when the train starts to take off towards Westytown. So you guys have about an hour before you get there. Uh, so this is where you can choose to do something. Uh, there's two places you could go. You could go to the first-class cabins to check out the mysterious woman, or you could go to the dining car to check out the cowboy man, or you could also, like, split up. Two people could go to one location and one person could go to the other. How do you want to play this? Adam Carver. Oh, man. Fighter of crime and just random homeless people on the side of the street whenever you feel like it. You know, um, I am intrigued by the woman in the car. She seems a little shifty. Of course you are. You're always following your A number one. Your libido, Adam Carver. That's what I'm talking about. You're not at all interested in the cowboy all in white? No one's interested in the cowboy. We're all interested in the women. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to... I was going to go cowboy, but Sam just turned me around. Sounds very Handmaid's Tale. I'm interested. Okay. Then uh, let's let's head to the red woman and her red offspring. <laughs> you guys arrive at the first class cabin. The men in the black suits are guarding the door. And they say, what do you Okies want? As fellow future park patrons, we always try to look for the people who are the most interesting around us. And it looks as though that tiny child and red person and the cart ahead of you is, looks like they could be helpful and we could be helpful for her as well please let us in please you guys got any gold coins sam adam carver pay the man oh yes sir one gold coin hopefully that will suffice one gold coin to the man in the suit he cracks the door and peeks his head in he says something but you can't quite hear him Excuse me, what was that? Whisper, whisper. He says, Madam Zora says that she has time to do a reading for just one of you. Who's it going to be? Hmm. Sam, I think you should take this. You have a womanly touch. And I already know my destiny. Which is what? You know, just being powerful. Private detectives. Okay. All right, I'll go in. I go in. I enter the room. Okay. Sam enters the darkened first-class cabin, and the door shuts behind her. Uh, what are you guys doing, you two gentlemen? Uh, I think I'm smoking a bogue and thinking desperately about putting it out on one of the men in front of me's foreheads. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ryan and Adam head to the dining car. It's a lively place inside. There's patrons, and there some of them are... Uh, dining on some of the food, drinking some coffee. At the bar, you see the white cowboy sipping on uh, a bottle of moxie. Pony up, cowboy. Is there enough for three of us? Yeah, I'd like to try me some of that. And I and I, I flick him a I flick him a gold. Oh, gee, thank you. Uh, howdy, partners. <laughs> I love to say that. Uh, the name's James. James Wachisman. 
I'm from Muncie, Indiana. And uh, uh, I guess you guys are probably heading to the park too, huh? On account of the gold coins. That is an astute observation, sir. Is this your first time? Oh, no, no. I'm a frequent guest. Uh, I love the place. You know, I'm a big history buff myself. So I get down there all the time. Pretty expensive, I don't mind telling you. Oh, we also know because we're also going. So we're also paying the amount that you are, which is a specific amount. What's that amount again? I believe it costs $10 a day to get Oh, to my God. Hey, wait a second. Aren't you famous L.A. lawyer and host of the Talkie Boys Radio Hour, Ryan Brickman? Uh, Don't be bashful. No, no, a lot of people say that. A lot of people say I have that exact face and that exact voice, but no, I, I am not. My name is Roal Sanchez. Well, that's an ethnic name, kind of scary for the 1930s, but that's okay. I- I'm open-minded. I appreciate it. Both my parents are white. Don't worry about it. So I, I guess we're-, we're heading to the park now. Is there anything you guys want to know before we get there? What's the name of the park owner again? Oh, I believe it's owned by the uh, Dr. Robert Chevy. Although uh, I've only seen him a few times. He's a very austere, serious man. But let me tell you, I love that dang park of his. Hmm. Why do you love it so much? Well, the coolest part is that there's all these people walking around in the park. They call them docents, and they always act like it's cowboy times, and they never break character. Hmm. Actors? So. Uh, uh, historical recreationists. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been on many a field trip where people churn butter, so I know exactly what you're talking about. I take Adam Carver aside. Hey, don't don't be telling everybody that I'm actually Ryan Brickman, host of the Talkie Boys uh, radio show and uh, the man with the steel jaw. We're supposed to be incognitors. Fair enough. Next time I'll try a little harder. However, you still got to just enjoy that fame you, you so desperately earned. Thanks. <laughs> You enjoy a nice time eating pie and drinking sarsaparilla. Oh, man, this is great rhubarb pie. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, in the private first-class cabin, Samantha Avenue steps in to a dark and and smoke-filled from the incense burning in the corners uh, ornate room with a large wooden table in the center. Behind one side of the table is the woman in the red cloak, Madame Zora Arcana. To her left, a small child in a similar coat studies a large, dusty book. Welcome, child. Please have a seat. Oh, don't mind if I do. Now, before the reading, I must warn you. The oracle speaks only but once, and a future before endless possibilities may become fixed for all time. Can you accept that? Yeah, I don't see why not. Alright, Sam, I want you to give me three numbers between 1 and 12. 2, uh, mm-hmm. 8, and mm-hmm. 1. Okay. Madame Zora reveals three tarot cards. The first, the fool in the upright position. You will go on a great and exciting journey 
The second, the magician, upside down. There will be dark and mysterious forces at work. The third, the tower, upside down. There will be calamity and disaster. Say it ain't so. <laughs> now we will arrive in Westytown shortly. Please leave us. You must tell me more. I'm afraid I only speak for the Oracle. I cannot give you more answers than that. Just like a woman, no answers ever. <laughs> Samantha leaves the first class cabin, but as you do, you see the hooded child look you in the eyes and, and silently mouth the words, Help me. <gasps> but then the door slams and you're out of there. Are we going to reunite? Perhaps. Maybe it's foreshadowing. I don't know. How do stories work? <laughs> I met me. with Ryan and Ryan and Adam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are now uh, <laughs> back in, inside your private cabin. Uh, and and uh, the whistle has sounded that you guys are going to be arriving at Westy Town soon. But there is a brief chance for a conversation if you want to have one. Well, I'm just saying, Adam, okay, you can't be eating that much pie. You ate 15 pieces of pie. And now we have to go listen. like do our jobs, and listen, there's so listen. much rhubarb inside your goddamn you know, body. I, 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 I want I a child. Be quiet. I want a child. <laughs> wow, I God. cannot focus on the investigation without a full stomach that allows me to think clearly. Yes, might fall asleep, but that's the risk I'm willing to take. And what are you talking about, Samantha Avenue? You want you want you want the offspring? I don't understand. I I want a child, and I want it now, and I want that child. Miss Avenue, you are class. out of line at the moment, but maybe we can talk later. Okay, I won't do, deal with this. Nobody's will they? Won't they? From about you too. my future. Uh, about my future, you guys just don't. Yeah, care. what happened All with you the care red about lady? Is your pie. Yeah, what happened she with the red lady and the tiny red person? Disaster in my future. Uh, Were they specific? Yeah, is it your near future? Because we're here, and I don't want disaster to happen to me. They Very true. Has, they said it has to do with you, Ryan. Oh, fuck. Mm-mm. I call bullshit. Mm-mm. You. Wow. And now that Everyone I know the future, it, it can't be changed. Well, is what it is, I suppose. Does everyone remember to keep their heads down? Don't tell anybody that I'm Ryan Brickman or that you're Adam Carver or that you're Samantha Avenue, wanter of a child all of a sudden. We gotta be incogniters. The train whistle sounds, signaling that you've arrived at the Westy Town Station. You're just outside the, pro- the park proper. You're greeted by guest coordinator Johnny, who is so happy to see you. Welcome, guys. You're gonna have such a great time at the park. Hey, just to let you know, you arrived here at the best time. In two nights, there's going to be a lunar eclipse at midnight. So we're throwing a big lunar eclipse watching party. And Mae West is going to perform. Can I, man, oh can man. I roll for in t- to see who Mae West is? Yeah, your character knows who Mae West is. She's one of the Perfect. most famous uh, singers I got a of the hundred. early 20th century. <laughs> that means you would have failed. I got a one. <laughs> Okay, yeah. You follow Johnny into the guest pavilion where uh, first he, 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 he tells you, all right, guys, so 
uh, you know, Dr. Chevy is so obsessed with historical accuracy, so I need you to turn over any kind of uh, modern, if you have any butane lighters or wristwatches, things that they wouldn't have in cowboy days, uh, machine-rolled cigarettes, okay? Oh, oh and uh, 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 the, the big guy over here, I can see you've got a Beretta uh, in your holster. You can't mm. bring that into the park. Ah, oh, that is... Uh... You're taking my blood life away. It's not, uh, all right, you can take it. Your blood life? Yeah, you heard me. Not your life blood? Nope. You know what? My life you blood's the bullets. I, I appreciate that. Okay, so I have to give you my hand, my non-hand-rolled cigarettes. Are you going to replace them with hand-rolled? Johnny, be good. Give me my hand-rolled cigarettes. I'm going to need them. Uh, well, uh, it is the 1930s, and cigarettes are kind of a ladies' thing. But sure, fancy boy, wow. I'll give you some cigarettes. <laughs> Listen, I'm addicted to nicotine. Okay, here I'll give you some of my stogies. <laughs> oh, there you thank go. you. That sounds manly. <laughs> uh, wow, I'm gonna kill this, Johnny. Be good. And 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 Johnny, uh, he pauses at, at Ryan Brickman, and he says, "Hey, I I can see you've got uh, a pocket watch in your jacket. I'm gonna have to ask you to turn that over to." Uh, but, uh, but Ryan, this is a problem for you. Why is that? This is extremely sensitive for you because that is your f- late father's golden pocket watch. It was passed down to him from his grandfather. And, you know, uh, the bank repossessed your old family home. They built, a, they built a bowling alley on top of the graveyard where you buried your family. You don't have any pictures of them. Oh. The only proof that you oh. have that you were ever happy and that anyone ever loved you is this gold pocket watch. And now someone's trying to take it from you. James, who hurt you, first off? <laughs> Secondly, I get in this guy's face, and I say, no, I don't think you will. Oh, uh, why don't you, uh, you want to roll to intimidate, Ryan? I mean, I feel like I'm pretty intimidating just right off the bat. I don't know if a roll is necessary. Careful, though, Johnny. He's a tough cookie. <laughs> Adam Carver is a good Robin. I do like that a lot. Okay, is this a D100? What? Yeah, roll for fast talk, Ryan. Roll roll your D one hundred for fast. Talk. I rolled forty seven, so I succeeded because it's under seventy, which is my fast talk number. Okay, okay. I I guess they did have pocket watches in cowboy times. Maybe Doctor Chevy won't see it. Not a big deal. Uh, uh. Okay, you guys. Uh, before you head on in, you got to change into your cowboy clothes. So for the men, we have here uh, a white hat costume. Or a black hat costume. How, what can I interest you guys in? Mm. Well, I want to. I want to stay a little inconspicuous. So go with the black hat. Well, let me just take your measurements. Zip, zip, zip. All right. Oh, hey, get that. Careful there. Son. Very, very quickly. Something in your size. Well, I thought I've always thought of myself as a man of justice. So I will take the white uniform, please. Very nice. Okay, and we'll have something in your size taken as well. Uh. So, uh, uh, little Missy over here, again, Mr. Sheffy's very concerned with historical accuracy, and we are on the frontier prairie, so the two costumes that you can choose from are Chaste Frontier Housewife and Sultry Frontier Hooker. Which would you like? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Um, I'll take, I'll take the hooker. Thank you, sir. Very nice. Don't get handsy with my measurements, though. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so you guys quickly change into your frontier garb. Uh, then he takes you into the the armory, 
and he explains, okay, so these are our guns. They're not real, by the way. They just fire little harmless pellets. Oh, they, they hurt a little bit, but they can't kill anybody. Um, and so here are your Colt 45 revolvers for the men and your tiny little Derringer pea shooter for the woman. Mm. You thought right, with that gun you're getting about. there? There, Samantha Avenue, you're only going to be able to do two zigzags. Oh, I wouldn't need a rifle at all. That's true. I think you should just be throwing dust in people's eyes if they come at us. It's an effective weapon. Pocket sand. You leave the guest pavilion and you arrive at the main hub of Westy Town, Greywater, a shabby frontier town. Uh, as you guys step out, uh, one of the docents shoulder checks Adam Carver really hard. Whoa, you gonna take that? No! What's your problem, bro? What's your brief? I shoulder check people. It's my thing. Are you trying to to assert your dominance to me, outsider? I don't care much for you big city types in my town. I bet you my pistol thinks otherwise. I immediately also take my pistol out and I shoot the back of his kneecaps. <laughs> okay, so you guys, uh, you both shoot him with your with your pellet pistols, right? Pea P- shooter pistols. You guys, you shoot him in the legs, uh, but he, you know, he grabs at his chest. He's like, oh, you got me, and he falls down dead, and, you know, he closes his eyes. But you can see, you know, he's very clearly still breathing. It's just an act. Yes. Mm. Well, even though that wasn't real murder, I think it's still my first, and it feels Man, good. Man, it felt good, didn't it? Yeah, I might keep doing oh, it. God, now I understand. As you guys are walking into town, uh... A, a beautiful blonde-haired woman in a blue dress is is putting things into her horse's satchel. Whoa. And she... A blue dress, you said? Yes. Mmm, I don't trust this bitch one bit. She drops a can of canned milk, Mm-mm. and it rolls over to the three of you. And, you know, she very obviously, you know, stares at you guys waiting to do something. Adam Carver, if you want some of this, you can go do it. But uh, I, I just know that perhaps... I don't know, 80, 90 years from now, there will be a TV show, and this uh, particular woman, most likely, grows up to be a dangerous murderer robot. So you go get that milk. I'm going to go over here. It sounds a little deceiving. Um, I'm going to have to look more into this. Is anybody doing anything? She's just staring at you with the can of milk that you (laughs) eat. I'll kick kick it back to her and say, (laughs) you dropped this. Oh, well, thank you kindly, stranger. Uh, it's so nice to see an, a new face in town. My name's Dolly. Uh, if you'd like, I can show you around. Yeah. And she's very, she's very beautiful. You know, she's doing that thing. She's got like, she's like poking you in the chest very suggestively. Oh, calm down now. Calm now. I'm here with my brother. And then Samuel Avenue. Yes, Samuel. I got nothing. In town, uh... What guests like to do is either visit the saloon or the library or the church. Where can I get a stiff drink? The church. I believe you'd have to visit the saloon. Oh. I'm thinking. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, I I, I say we go to the church. I mean, saloon then. (laughs) You guys want to have a couple glasses of the blood of Christ and reflect over the day? No, I've n- I've never wanted anything more. But I believe the Sam is so devout. Yeah, 
Alright, so you guys head over to the saloon. There's a tough-looking docent at the door. Gentlemen, welcome. Ladies, no women in the saloon. Oh. And so he doesn't he doesn't allow Sam or Dolly into the saloon. Should we shoot him or? Yeah. <sighs> no, nah, I don't think it's worth it this time. There's no aggression. I want to yeah. feel something. So you guys head into the saloon. Dolly turns to Sam. Well, if you like, I could show you the library or the church. Oh, there's a library. Oh, yes. I don't go in there because reading is for witches. But if you'd like to, I could take you. Well, you're clearly chaste, and I'm clearly a hooker, so I'd love to see the library. Okay, and the two women head off to the library. Uh, Mm. Inside the saloon, it's kind of a dusty, dingy bar. There are guest rooms for people to stay upstairs. At the bar again is James Wichisman, sipping on a glass. Uh, There's a table in one side of the room with a scrawny, toothless old man is is cutting up a a mangy-looking steak. And uh, in the other corner... There is a shadowy cowboy who seems to be playing solitaire by himself. Okay. I think we split up. You go talk to yep. the no-tooth person, and I'll go talk to Vigo Mortensen. All right. Fair enough. All right. Ryan, you go over to the shadowy cowboy figure playing solitaire alone in the corner of the room, and uh, he's just sitting there motionless. Hit me. No reply. Hey, buddy. Nothing. I kick him in the shin. You kick him in the shin and he falls over and it's at this point you realize that you were talking to a scarecrow. Oh, again? God damn it. I'm always talking to scarecrows. Was he a real person? No, he's a fucking scarecrow. Every time. (laughs) You idiot. Shut up. Is yours a scarecrow? I don't know yet. We'll kick him. Adam, you head over to the table where the old man is, uh, is, is having a little bit of a lunch. He seems a little squirrely, but when you get up to him, uh, howdy, partner, my, my name's Jonas, and, uh, uh, if you want to do the, the gold treasure hunt excursion, you just, uh, talk to me, okay? Uh, uh, and, and, uh, you know, I, I can't say much here in the saloon, but if, uh, you know, maybe you and I could get a word in alone somewhere, that, that, that could be nice. Jonas, you're a little freaking me out right now. I'm just looking for a drink, but you are intriguing with that offer. Adam. Yeah. Is he a scarecrow? Nah, he's real. Oh, fudge. Yeah, come on, come on over. He's got a proposition, but I want to get a drink first, so. Yeah. Come okay. here and talk you, to him. You get drinks. You get multiple drinks, as many as you can you, carry in your arm. Okay. I'll put, right, I'll I can put do my that. hand. I'll put my hand over no tooth, sir. And uh, we go out to the alley out back, not to do anything suspicious or weird, but he said he has things to say, so I'm here to hear him. Oh, no, I I, I can't leave the saloon, not until one o'clock. I'm supposed to sit here all day until one o'clock. Those are the rules. I, is there a clock around? Yeah, and it's only 12 o'clock. It's on the wall? Yep. Can I go and move the hand to one? <laughs> uh, no. What you could do at this point is either sit at the bar or leave. Uh, James Wichisman is here, and there's a bartender. <sighs> so we meet again. Hey, Ryan! Yeah! I got those drinks. You want to order food? It'll be about an hour. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we do have to wait exactly an hour to talk to this non-scarecrow. But, uh... Why, well, is he being weird? Yeah, he's being weird. He won't come outside. He's probably not. He's probably a scarecrow. 
Uh, yeah. Alright, well you guys sat, sit down at the bar. Uh, uh, they're not ser- they're not serving alcohol because it's the 30s. But you get some glasses of moxie. And I don't know, like a bowl of beans or whatever. And uh, James Wichisman is there and he's totally psyched. He's like, listen guys, uh, so what's going to happen at 1 o'clock? You can pick one of two excursions that they got running right now. You can do the treasure hunt with old Jonas over there. Or you can do my personal favorite, which is the... The all-night river cruise where you go around on a paddle boat and there's a casino on there and then there's a murder mystery and it turns out that the cocktail waitress did it because she keeps a vial of poison in her false legs. It's so much fun to figure out. Well, that's some bullshit. You just told us the ending. Yeah, you just (sighs) ruined it for us, James Wichisman. How dare you? I guess we have to do the treasure hunt. I suppose. Sorry. I I got kind of a big mouth. I always say the first thing that comes to my mind. A lot of people find it charming. I do not. No, it's bad. Hey, Barkeep, got any rhubarb pie by any chance? You cannot have any more pie. What? (laughs) Listen, I like pie. You are not having your 16th piece of pie today, I swear to God. Fair enough. You're just looking out for my health. I appreciate you. As you guys are drinking, a fourth man enters the park dressed up like a sheriff. He sits down. Eh, hey, howdy, y'all. Oh, hey. Don't I know you, mister? Ain't you Ryan Brickman, oh, no. famous Hollywood lawyer oh. and host of the Talkie Boys Radio Hour? This is going to be a problem. No, no, no. I am Raul Sanchez. I, I, uh, I, I do look and sound a lot like Ryan Brickman, steel chin, um, flowing brown hair but i am not him uh no no i, I i'm a, i'm just a normal person named raul sanchez uh-huh whatever you say tough guy so uh listen here you guys are gonna have to choose an excursion and i and i i i, I, I kind of overhead what you were talking and i gotta say i i like what uh jimmy here had to say i think you ought to do the riverboat see we got some problems with some of the staff he looks over at jonas on the treasure hunt, keeping their big mouths closed. So, you know, it's totally up to you, but I think, you know, if you don't want nothing to happen to you, you ought to just stick with the the riverboat. You know what I'm saying? Not, not that it's up, up to me. Totally up to you guests. What's your name, bud? The name's Sheriff Rossi. I ain't one of these fancy history types. Uh, <laughs> never got a good score in the class. I'm just here to make sure nobody... Got no problems here in the park. Mm. Well, Sheriff, it sounds like you be threatening us. Nah, nah, nah. You got it all wrong, Buster. Are you sure about that, Sheriff? It sure does sound like a threat. Uh, as you guys are saying this, you realize that Sheriff Rossi is like almost seven feet tall and like a big, strong guy. I didn't realize that from the beginning. <laughs> when he walked He was in sitting here? down. Did I have to roll to see what his height was? Okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, Dolly takes Samantha over to the library. Inside the library, there's mostly some moth-eaten and decrepit books. There's some paperbacks, which seem to have been left behind by other guests. So uh, what do you want to do here, Sam? You know, I saw an old book recently. I just want to see if there's anything that looks similar to that other old dusty book. Okay, so you can roll, what, library skills, I believe it's called? Sure, yeah, library use. Library use, yeah. 
Oh my god. Well, that didn't work. How do you roll this thing? <laughs> you throw it. It's She's a, rolling a D100, but it wants to oh. roll off the table. So we're having a. It really wants to roll off the table. Yep. Technical. Uh, hold on. Maybe if I go this way. Um, I'll roll for you. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. No, I got 59. Okay, well, it's a library, and uh, it's not that crowded, so I'm going to say you succeed. You find a heavy, dusty tomb entitled Encyclopedia on the Lore of the Old Ones and Their Servants. Is it tomb, or is it tome? Uh, It's it's, it's a tome. (laughs) Yes. Okay. It seems to be in really good condition for an old book, except for that one chapter has been completely torn out of it. Huh. Can I tell what that chapter is? Is there a table of contents or anything? Uh, it's an encyclopedia, so it's listed by uh, letter, but something in, in the M section, the whole M section has been ripped out. Uh, you also check that the book, who's checked it out? It's only been checked out once before by someone named Willard Sampson. Willard Sampson. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask, uh, what's the girl's name that I'm there with? Dolly. Dolly. I'm going to say, Dolly, what kind of people usually go into this here library? Oh, I, I guess it's mostly newcomers who come into the library. But like I said, I don't spend a lot of time here because daddy says that reading is for bad girls. And I always want to be a good girl. Smart man, smart man. Um, all right. Have you seen any red-cloaked folk around here lately? Oh, I'm not supposed to to talk about... Hey, do you like to stitch? I love to stitch. I could teach you to stitch. You're not supposed to talk about the red cloaks, but the cloak is so beautiful, don't you think? I'm just interested in the clothing, you know. Hey, it's it's almost one o'clock. (laughs) <laughs> you are you gonna check out that book? Oh, uh, can I do like a sleight of hand? Can I say no and then try and hide it? <laughs> uh, I think you can do that. Yeah, like, I want to take. I want to take it, but I don't want her to know I'm taking it. I don't want. I don't want to check it out. I just want to take it. You okay. Thief. Well, I got a seventy-nine, but what does that mean? That means that you, yeah, you, 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 you tried to clumsily steal the book, but the librarian saw you and said, uh, sweetheart, you want to, uh, check that book out that you're about to walk out with? Oh, yes, I'm allowed. I thought women weren't allowed to here. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> no problem. And so I'm going to check it out now. Yeah, he writes your name down in the card catalog and he stamps it. Okay, have a lovely day at the park, sweetheart. <laughs> I'll say like, Jesus. oh, thank you. Thank you, handsome. No. Okay. I'll bow and I'll leave. I'll wait. All right. So it's it's one o'clock now, and uh, you guys are now meeting in the Greywater uh, town center. People are lining up to go to excursions. Most people seem to be lined up with with uh, with James Wichisman for the riverboat cruise. Nobody is lining up to go on the treasure hunt with Jonas. Hmm. hmm. Do we split up, or do we all just go on the boat? Splitting up's not an option. 
Okay, never mind. <laughs> where, where, which one would you like to go on? The seven foot tall, scary sh- sheriff man said we should not go on the gold hunt because that guy has a big mouth and he kind of wanted to tell us something. Feels like there's more information there. And James with Chisman already sort of ruined the boat for us. And he's also yeah. sort of a plonker. So I don't know. I think I'm leaning towards the gold rush. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, we need a little bit of fortune in our lives. And I'm in. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, thank you, partners, for joining me. Uh, it's the three of you plus Dolly, and then a portly gentleman also walks up. Hey, guys, my name's Herb. I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota, and, and I ain't never did the treasure hunt one, so uh, I hope I can join you nice folks. I feel like Herb is a red shirt from Star Trek. He's just here to die. <laughs> Wait, what was the name? What was the name that rented out my book? Willard Sampson. Are you taking notes? Sampson. I hope you I are. Sh- I'm trying to remember everything. <laughs> Jonas pulls Adam Carver aside. He says, "Listen, I, I can't say anything while we're in town, but once we're clear out of here, I got something important to tell you." Well, why are you being so secret about it? What's the big deal? Uh, 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 oh, uh, howdy, Sheriff! Just then, uh, Sheriff Rossi arrives. Hey, look at you guys doing the treasure hunt after all. I said it was a bad idea, but hey, that's fine. Listen, I was thinking I'd come along with y'all. Just make sure there's no problems. That okay with you, Jonas? <laughs> oh, it sure is, Sheriff. We'd be plum happy to have you. I lean over to Adam Carver, and I say, when we get out of town, I'll take the sheriff and try to distract him with my wily, sexy ways. <laughs> then you ask Jasper over there what the heck he's talking about. I can. That's something I can do. Uh, let's. You want to try and put that into play? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Sam, is that a book you got there? I didn't even know you could read. Ryan, your character uh, doesn't have a southern accent. He's from LA. <laughs> I didn't know you could have. A, do I have a southern accent? I, no, I have a southern accent now. You just sound like yourself. You sound like Ryan. <laughs> From HBO. I'm going to have about <laughs> seven accents by the end of this. He's yep. Russian next line or two. I'd have been talking like this the whole time. I think you really left that opportunity behind. I'm going to say, oh, Dolly, Dolly and I went to the church and I got a Bible. Oh, well, that is very good. So the three of you plus Dolly plus Herb climb into the cabin of a horse-drawn carriage. Inside the cabin, Jonas tells uh, you... So, uh, I know of a treasure map which leads to uh, uh, a, a hidden treasure chest, but unfortunately, I lost it in a card game to a bandito known only by the gambler, and, and we'll make our way to his hideout and see if we can get him to part with it. How's that sound with all you newcomers? Positive. Yeah. That sounds quite frightening. All right, so you guys, uh, you continue on your trip. Dolly turns to Adam, who she's now clearly very infatuated with. Mm, makes sense. Mr. Carver, wh- what's life like out in the big city? Well, it's much different than here, I can tell you that. Things are faster, things are more expensive. Ain't got women like here, though. Wow, that's just so awfully interesting. All right. So you arrive at the gambler's hideout. Well, if, 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 unless someone else has something right, else to say. Cool. 
Sick. <laughs> you arrive at the gambler's hideout. It's a dusty little cabin underneath the overhang of a, of a large cliff. You guys head inside, and it's totally empty, except for him. He's sitting alone at a table, polishing a revolver. Jonas walks over to him, and he says, Now, now uh, Mr. The Gambler, uh, these newcomers here, uh, they, they, they want to they get that treasure map that I lost you in, in the card game back, back way back when? If they want the treasure map, they'll have to <laughs> Wait, you play me accent, for it. But I don't get to have an accent? You know what? In, in my headcanon, Ryan Brickman's just so excited to be in Westy Town, he's like putting on an accent. Okay. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, gambler. Uh, We're looking for that treasure map. I don't know what this. I don't know what that one is. I throw that one away. I don't know what that. Yes, I want the treasure map. Well, you'll have to play me for it. And there's only one game that I play, and it's for keeps. Uh. Okay. Well, what game is that? He puts his pistol on the table. Rusky Roulette. Rusky Roulette? What the hell is Rusky Roulette? Is that anything like Russian Roulette? One and the same. Okay, then just call it that. All right, just call it Russian Roulette, man. Come on. Just, I mean, if it's gonna, if it's the same thing, right? Why would you confuse us? Right, just call it what everybody calls it, right? Which one of you soft-handed city slickers is gonna take me on? Oh, I mean, oh, that is a great question. I, I think, are you better at firearms, perhaps? I think you might be better at firearms, Adam Carver. I mean, I own one, so I, yeah, I guess I'm better. Great. Good. You do Russian roulette with the gambler. Well, this could go one of two ways. I lean over to Sam and I, uh, I go, hey, if you could try to talk to the sheriff... I was going to use my sexy wily ways, but I, I don't know. I don't think he leans this way. So I want to try to talk to old Jonas over here about what he knows. Mm-hmm. I think you should play the gun game. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Just because like, I'm, I'm, because I told you you couldn't read earlier? I do apologize for that. I am really tr- trying to work on being as sexist as I am. It's a, it's a, it, it feels like just, it, it it's a, it's a, piece of part of the times how are you a lawyer i don't know i have 70 fast talk (laughs) i've got a bad feeling about this excuse me sir Mm -hmm. i just need a new pair of earrings i feel naked without my earrings and if i could find this treasure well nothing you can say to me woman uh uh, um uh, i like men who said that the gambler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I guess you were wrong, Mr. Lawyer. I was I saying, guess... no, not hit on the gambler, hit on <laughs> oh. the sheriff. Oh, oops. <laughs> I just wanted the treasure map. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. I do get that. Whatever. Play Russian roulette with this gambler man, John Carver. Let's do it. All right. So the, the gambler empties out his pistol of all but one bullet. And he looks at you to do the same. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> yeah, I, just play Russian roulette with I a full empty, I empty all but one <laughs> chamber and spin it with the fury of a thousand suns. You guys still have toy guns, right? Like pellet guns? So. Did his bullets look you like cool. pellets? You shut your mouth. 
Am I going first? Cause you're chicken? Or are you gonna be a man and go first? Ladies what? first. <laughs> and I gesture towards the gambler. Alright, the gambler rolls a d6. Nothing happens. He just said Oof. he likes men. You're just being an awful bigot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Alright, just checking. <laughs> So uh, roll a d6, Adam. How do I, oh, okay, yeah, I gotta change this. Hold on. You you don't want to get a six. <laughs> I got a three. Click. Nothing happens. The gambler rolls his d6. I mean, shoots the gun at his temple. Click. Nothing happens. Oh. Oh. I am sweating. I'm getting yeah. a little sweaty. Yeah. Four. Nothing happens. <sighs> gambler. Presses the gun to his temple. Bang! And he uh, blows his brain out awesome. of his head in front of you guys. Yeah, and sick. there's blood everywhere. And all of you guys now uh, have to roll a sanity check because a man just shot himself. Holy shit! That was real? Now, did I not ask <laughs> if those looked like real bullets coming out of his gun? I mean, you did. Everybody rolled a D100. And then look at your sanity score and see if you rolled over or under. Um, where is that located? In this case, you want oh, to Oh, there roll, it is. Oh, you want to roll uh, under it. 28. Sanity. You're fine. I also rolled a 28. Hey. You're fine. I rolled a hey 30. You're all fine. What you saw was extremely disturbing. But not enough to damage your sanity. We're sane before. I mean, as a private detective in the mean streets of Los Angeles, I have seen my fair share of exploding brains. But that did take me by surprise. To be fair, that blood does look like the throw up of rhubarb pie, which you see on That's a daily That's true, and basis. I do love me some rhubarb pie. Taste it. Taste it. <laughs> Sheriff Rossi walks over. Nah, nah, you guys know how this works. He's not really dead. It's all smoke and mirrors. Get your stupid treasure map and let's get out of here. Jonas walks over and, and takes takes a, a small rolled up parchment from inside the, the gambler's jacket. All right, all right. It's just a show. Nothing to see here. Time to go. I want to search the rest of his body. Well, Sheriff, I'll tell you. That looks pretty real to me. Let's go talk about that near the door. Nah, we gotta go. We're on a tight schedule here. I tried my best. If you want to search, Sam, you would do your spot hidden. I want to... This guy's really dead, right? Yeah, uh, that's up for you to to interpret. (laughs) He's he's dead. Alright, I got 45. Yeah, uh, inside his pocket, you find uh, you find five live bullet rounds. Oh damn! Okay, I keep them. Yeah. Okay, you keep them. All right, so you guys get back into the horse-drawn carriage, and Jonas says, "Well, now that we have the treasure map, I can I can take it to the location, and and hopefully uh, you guys can can solve the mystery and." And find the treasure map. And then he climbs back up uh, to hold the reins of the horses with Sheriff Rossi. And you guys are in there again with Dolly, the docent, and Herb, the guest. And uh, you guys can 
do something if you like. Now, did Dolly and Herb just witness what we saw? Yes. Okay. Do they look more disturbed than we are? Uh, no, they both have like idiot grins on their face like they're having a great time. Herb, you see a lot of people shoot themselves in the head. You seem A-OK. Well, you know, it, it, it's, just a, it's just a big show. Smoke and mirrors, like Rossi said. Mm. No, that was pretty real. Yeah, I mean, if that's smoke and mirrors, then the CGI budget here must be very high. Oh, you boys are so naive. What's CGI? <laughs> <laughs> Man, those backdrops are real fancy. That's anyway. what we chose to do. <laughs> Let's go to the treasure. So you guys arrive at the location marked on the treasure map. You find it's an oasis with some palm trees and several little uh, pools of water. Well, here, let me, I'm sorry, meta for a moment. I'm going to send you what treasure map looks like in chat. Oh, my God. Um, Oh. Jonas hands the treasure map wow, over to you. That is beautiful. This yes. is detailed. This is what we have. You took time to. Okay. Dolly, have you ever seen anything so beautiful as this? <laughs> I want you to upload this as the thumbnail for this podcast. <laughs> I want you to show them what you've done to the, us. Is that a palm tree? This is probably the, the same level of detail Chad does for your D&D campaign. Somehow right? still better than Chad's vagina chicken that he <laughs> <laughs> made for us. Fuck Chad. Wow. <laughs> Chad will never hear that. He doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Written at the bottom of the treasure map, it says X marks the spot. And uh, Jonas says, well, if you guys can solve the mystery, the, the treasure is all yours. Mm, I'm looking at this incredibly detailed treasure map as we speak, and I don't see no X. About it, the, the, the blobs, the blobs are uh, bodies of water, and the other things are are trees. Yeah. Okay. I got that. What about the fortune cookie on the bottom right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? That's a that, that's a body of water. Oh, okay. perfect. Okay. Is it sunny still no out? X though? It's sunny out. It's uh, it's it's like it's like four in the afternoon still. I'm gonna ask Dolly if she wants to go like tan, maybe. We'll just take like a, we'll lay out for a little bit while you, while you guys figure it out. I mean, we could take a look at it and see if we can dissect this just lovely detailed map. I, I roll, can I roll for int, bro? You sure can. What is int? Intelligence, I assume. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. And the result? Is a 63. Yeah, that's uh. You're not smart. En- Ryan Brickman's not smart enough to figure this out. That make that does track. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd like to roll as well. I'd like to roll luck though. Uh, well, you want to add luck to yours, Ryan? Yeah. Is that just like a negative? You'll deduct your sixty-three to a sixty, which means you'll succeed. But uh, so your luck's currently at forty. It would go down to thirty-seven forever. I do that. Okay. So yeah, mark your character sheet. I mean, I could have just I could have just rolled instead of you wasting that. <laughs> but okay. You guys have luck, too. So you notice, Ryan, that uh, actually uh, all of the different things on the map, the trees in the top left, the different bodies of water in the corners, kind of form an X with the body of water in the center. I was going to jump in and go swimming. So mad at myself. (laughs) Yeah, I want to go first. I'm going to take a dip and dive down a little bit. 
Yeah, let us know what you find. You jump in. It's not very deep. At the very bottom, you very clearly see a, a, a treasure chest. All right. Can I grab it and bring it up? How heavy you is it? grab it. It's not heavy. You bring it up. I don't think this is the real treasure, guys. Something's is it fake? Right. What's inside it? Did you open it? Are there any schmeckles in there? Throw is it, it locked? Onto land. Mm-hmm. It's locked? No. Oh. Let's open it. I'm opening it. Let's open it. You open up, and uh, there's some, oh. some some wooden blocks that are painted gold. Oh, and, and then on top gosh. of those are some 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 notes which say "Good for one sarsaparilla at the saloon." Oh, oh god damn it! There's ten of them. And as we recall, women can't even go to the saloon. Right. <laughs> this is real. This is really shitty for you. I rip them up because if I can't get a sarsaparilla, nobody can. Herb's like, hey, whoa, whoa, don't I get some of that treasure? No. I mean, I mean, you can, I mean, like, I don't care. <laughs> I hand him a wood block that's painted gold, and I go, here you go, sweetheart. Wow, my my kids are going to love this. Yeah, that will be, that's good enough for one college. <laughs> Just as you guys are celebrating, having solved the mystery, three uh, masked bandits dressed in black descend on you. And the, the, and the one in the center says, thanks for doing all the work, chumps. We'll be taking the treasure from here. <laughs> I take out my gun and I try to shoot that person. Yeah, I take out my gun as well and I attempt to shoot. Uh, who are you guys shooting at? There's three. There's a guy on the left, middle. of The far right bandit. I'm going to shoot the right, center so- bandit. I'm going to throw uh, a brick of gold at one of their heads. Okay, okay, okay. So why don't we take this in turns? Adam spoke first. So let's just make it easy. Adam, uh, roll a roll a d100. Okay, twenty nine. Twenty nine, and you, yeah. So you hit, and and you, who'd you shoot at? A uh, far right. A uh, far right guy falls over, uh, clutching his chest very dramatically. Oh, jeez, you got me! And falls over. <laughs> Adam Carver, uh, at it again, a crack shot. Crack shot, Adam Carver. I don't know which one of us spoke next, but I said I was going to throw a brick of gold at one of their heads, which is really not a brick of gold. It's a wooden block, but in this game, it's a brick of gold. So. Okay, well, I'm going to have you roll your dexterity then. Oh, this might not be good. 66. Yeah, so you, you just kind of very girly. You're like, eh, and you throw the block, and it, it, it lands like 10 feet in front of it. Wow, <laughs> I was really hoping that throw would uh, throw stereotypes to the side, but... You've just set women back another 10 years. Please don't hurt me. I'm helpless. <laughs> well, I guess he could just take that as an offering. Yeah, that he can't <laughs> refuse, I suppose. Uh, Ryan, it's your turn. Okay, I'm rolling. I got a 36. Right, that, that hits. I hit uh, something. Are you, now? are you rolling your D100 like your actual dice? No, I went to the Dungeons and Dragons dice roller. I was going to say, that was much faster than my, all of my attempts. Yeah. <laughs> I, after hearing your first attempt, I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay, sorry. James? Yeah, who'd you shoot at? Oh, the guy in the center. All right, yeah, you, you shoot him, it hits him in his arm, but again, you know, he clusters his chest like, oh no, I am slain. Sheriff, shouldn't you be doing something about this? Uh, I don't take part in the excursions, pal. Okie doke. Then Herb readies his pistol, and he says, Wow, just like the Old West, and he shoots, and his pellet hits the last remaining docent in the eye. Oh, and shit, And blood Herb? squirts out of it. 
Oh. And he grabs his face. Ah. And he's, he's crying in pain. He's like, God dang it, I hate it here. I want to go home. I never should have taken this stupid job. Sheriff Rossi goes over. Hey, 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 calm down. He takes the, the dose to the side. And he takes him over to the oasis and tries to get some some you know some fresh water into the wound did you just hear what he said and herb herb throws his hands up i did it i beat the bandits hooray yeah but after herb shot that docent or whatever in the eye it said it didn't want this job anymore like a disgruntled employee not like a yeah. fake guy really took me out of the illusion right my, <laughs> suspended my disbelief Everyone who's working here must be doing it, you know, for the love of the craft. The love of the game, right? The love of the craft. While Rossi is busy with the the other docents, Jonas says, Psst, hey, you, uh, the newcomers, uh, now's our chance. I, I got something to tell you. Oh, please, tell us the exposition that you have. Listen, I need your help to get out of here. I don't remember what I used to do before I got here, but I know I'm not supposed to be here. You guys, you, that, that, that evil woman, she, she's somewhere under the park. She, she takes everybody's gold, but she never buys nothing with it. And, and every morning we gotta go listen to her and listen to her crazy nonsense at the church. And they force all of us to go, but I can't even remember what, what we're doing there. You gotta beware that woman. You gotta beware the church. Does she wear red? It's the red woman. Oh, shit. Mm. Rossi runs over and he pushes Jonas away from you guys. And he breaks up the conversation. All right, all right, enough. I told you this guy, uh, he's a terrible employee. When his contract comes up, we're not going to renew it. Uh, don't listen to the stupid things he says. Uh, and and sorry about this, but I got to take the, the wagon and the horses because, you know, this guy got his fucking eye shot out. I got to bring them down to the docent quarters where we got a medical tent down here. I want you guys to just walk in the direction of the setting sun. There's a little wooden outpost out there. Chill there. I'll come around later with my car. I'll pick you up and bring you back to Greywater. Okay? You said all of that. Like, at the end, we'd be like, that's fine. That sounds aw- Do you not have a dirigible for us, or... Jonas says, I, 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 I could show them the way. I could go with them and show them the way. And Rossi says, no, no, no. It's easy. You just walk west. You're coming with me, screw up. Yeah, he was never going to let you come with us. You told us too much. Oh, it's all part of the show, you guys. You're so impressionable. You think that other man was shot through the head, and you think <laughs> this guy's telling you truths. I don't feel safe with these two. I would like it if Joseph could walk us through the woods, please. Jonah could Jonah. could walk us. <laughs> he could Joseph, do that. Yeah, can Joseph with the amazing Technicolor dream coat please come with us? <laughs> no dice, toots. And you guys better get walking. Uh, uh, I gotta get a move on here. It's gonna be sundown soon. Dolly, she's the docent. She'll walk with you guys. Uh, so, yeah, take care, Brickman and pals. Take care, Herb. I'll see you guys in an hour or two. I'll come pick you up in my car. Good day. Way to back me up, Dolly. Yeah. Are any of those guys still on the ground? 
Uh, no, they all got into the horse-drawn wagon and, and left with Rossi. All right. Well, then, as we walk not, towards let's just the start sunset, following the what wagon? Why are we gonna walk towards the sunset? He's gonna like try and kill. Uh, us the wagon is like already gone. I suppose we do what he said. I turned to Dolly <laughs> and I said, "Hey, so do you know anything about the church?" Oh, I, I know that Daddy says that uh, we should go to the church every day and pray because it's the right thing to do. Who's usually there at the church? Uh, me. Yeah. And Daddy. Right. Anyone else? Uh, uh, more people, I guess. You that guess. is not helpful. I've met the Red Woman. Don't you think she's just lovely? Oh, uh, uh, say, should we start walking towards the sunset now? That's How dare shit. you not praise her? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you not praise Queen Bay? <laughs> so you guys I'm walk towards the sunset, and, and now the sun has almost completely come down. It's getting towards the dusk. Uh, you do find a totally shambling shack out in the middle of the prairie. It's totally dilapidated. You go inside. It's full of rotten furniture. There's nothing in the way of food or drink in there. Uh, you know, there's, there's Any weapons? just enough room to sit down. No, not, there's really nothing in there except for like a, a table Guys, and some chairs. I have real bullets in my hand. Do you, mm. I don't know why I didn't think to take the guy's gun. I thought of it immediately after, but... Well, do those uh, real bullets fit in our guns? Do those real bullets fit in your fake guns? Did he have the same uh, you, fake gun? You, 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 you checked that, and they do. Aha. Ooh. So should I, we give have you some each, should I give you each a couple bullets, real bullets? Yes, please. You have five. I have remember. five, so... I'll take the two. No, you take three. <laughs> wow. You're better at shooting. Oh, that's true. I am. I'll do take three. Have- <laughs> And I don't really have. Does it fit in my gun? I have like a little dinky. It. Does, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> well, I might be good at shooting. Let's see. What am I good at? Oh, I have to roll under eighty. I'm the best. At what? Shooting. Really? Yeah, you're the worst. Mm-hmm. You're the worst at punching, though. Worst at punching. Best at. All shooting. right. Well, then. You know what? I give Sam. How my good gun. is Ryan, How How good is Ryan at shooting? He's the worst. So, Ryan, why don't you give Sam your gun and then take hers? I do that. I take the little <laughs> dinky gun. Can I give him at least, Does do the bullets fit in my dinky gun at all? No, no, different bullets. No, all right, so we got to protect him. Yeah, <laughs> as always, protect, protect Ryan Brickman, attorney at We got to protect, we gotta protect the... that pretty face. As always, steel jaw. As the sun goes down... Uh, it, it gets kind of cold. Herb, uh, visibly annoyed. He's like, I'm hungry. Y'all got anything to eat? You're fucking fat. Oh, am I allowed to swear? Shoot. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, are. you're allowed to swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, then I'm cold too. Hey, hey, uh, little Missy, can we burn that book of yours for some heat? You want to burn the Bible? <laughs> Yeah, that's Are not great. Are you serious, Dolly? What would Daddy say? That is bad, and God is great. <laughs> can I roll in to see what's around us? Yeah, can we burn some of the dilapidated furniture? Uh, just as you guys look look around to see what you can burn, Let's you start to hear. Uh, 
a, a distant rumbling. Let's hide. What's that distant rumbling? Yeah, Herb's we're... like, oh, thank God, it must be the man with the car. I'm, I'm so hungry. Yeah, you go, you go out there, Herb. You tell us what, what's out there, and let's definitely hide. I would like to hide. Yes, I think we should all hide, like as if we never were there. Herb goes out to try to wave down the car. He says, over here. Hey, is that the sheriff? Bring your car over here. I, I can't see nothing. Where's your headlights? And then you hear, ah! Oh, no. What in the hell was that? Rest do, in peace. Do you think he's okay or? Probably not. What, what gave it away? Uh, there's a banging at the door. We're not here. Fuck. Who the heck is that? No reply, but you do hear a growling and some shrieking off in the distance. Is there someone still at the door? Yeah, the, the door is, is someone's like bearing down on the door trying to bust it open. Oh. Uh, can I use intimidate? Uh, on the door? Yes. No, on the, just, just the person that's out there, okay. outside sure. of the door. Yeah. I don't think it's Roll a for intimidate. person because it's growling. It's just a well, I could, you know, mm-hmm. sixty-one. Okay, what are you? Does that under your intimidation? Uh, n- no, it's over. Okay, so yeah, the whatever's on the other side of the door, not intimidated. Listen, well, Adam, you weren't very intimidating just now, but I think clearly not. No, only by one point, though. I mean, come on. Perhaps you should go bare knuckle box them. I, I could, I could attempt to do that. Okay, great. Right, as you guys discuss that, the door bursts open. Dear God! In the doorway, you see a horrible, hairless, big, bulky monster covered in different colored eyes with a gaping maw of razor-sharp teeth, and it screams at you, and you guys have never seen something like this. Dear God. And, uh, it, uh, you all have to now roll for sanity. It's, Dear uh, God. Is this a Shogoth? That is nuts. From Lovecraft okay. Country? <laughs> 61. Ooh, okay. You're going to. Uh, not good use for you. Use your luck. Brian? Use your luck, Adam. Oh, I'll use my luck. All right. You lose one luck point. Okay. Then you're good. I all just right. rolled a five. I am sane as fuck. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is horrible that you guys are seeing this. But it's yep. not making you crazy. And and the monster is kind of hunched over, ready to attack. What are you guys going to do? I am going to attempt to shoot at the biggest eye I see. Uh, all the eyes are roughly the same size, but they are different colors. Ooh, what colors are they? What are the most dominant colors? Uh, you can see some of the eyes are green. Uh, three of the eyes are green. Three of the eyes are red. Three of the eyes are purple. Three of the eyes are blue. Dear Lord. Mm. Roy G. Biv. Oh, man. I'd hate to waste our bullets. I don't want to waste the bullets. Um, then I think you just take my advice. Bare knuckle box the sucker. Yep. I'm going to ba- I'm gonna punch at the eyes. So I'm hiding behind <laughs> something right now. Can I open this book and see if there's, like, anything? You can, but, but first, uh, Adam Carver is taking his turn. Oh, okay. I'm going pun- to punch it. What do I do? All right. Roll your D100. 24. Uh, yeah, you, you hit. I hit. Now roll a, D, roll, roll a D3 and a D4. One and three. All right, you do four damage to the monster. You wow. You punch this monster in the side of the face, 
and uh, it doesn't seem to react, but I don't know. Maybe it looks a little bit bruised or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, it's your turn. What are you doing? I'm going to see if I can find anything about this creature in my book of Yeah, you, weird you search stuff. the book, and you do, you find a picture of this monster. Okay. Does it tell me anything about it? Yeah, it says that uh, it's a monster from another dimension mm-hmm. called forth by a powerful magician. And that uh, its 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 weakness is if, if 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 all of its purple eyes shut at the same time, uh, it can no longer see. We gotta get its purple <laughs> eyes. So I'm gonna shout out, get its purple eyes. Now, should we all try? And it has four purple eyes, right? It has three purple eyes. So you have the better shot. But she just took her turn. Now it's Ryan's turn. Ryan. Oh, it's Ryan's turn. Ryan. Shoot Whoa. its purple eyes with your waste with your useless pellet gun. Well, the pellets do uh, clearly affect eyes, as we saw with the other gentleman that got yeah. shot in the eye. Yeah, it's, it's all not, coming together. Let's not waste bullets here. <laughs> I have been told by the local tomb that Sam Avenue has to shoot at the purple eye, so I shall do so. You can actually shoot multiple times, but it'll put your roll at a disadvantage. How many times? You can shoot up to three times, but it'll make it'll disadvantage your roll. Hmm. I shoot three times. <laughs> I'm gonna say under under fifty uh, to to hit. So roll your d100 three times. First roll is a forty-six. Hits. Solid. Boom. Second roll is a seventy-one. Misses. No. And the third roll's an 87. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We so, were all counting on you. <laughs> one of your bullets, two bullets uh, fly off uh, and hit the wall. One bullet smashes into the monster's eye. Great screams. And, and now it's bleeding from its eye. And now uh, it's Dolly's turn. And, and Dolly, Dolly picks shoot up. shoot out his purple eyes. You got it. And so she picks up uh, uh, the the broken leg of a table. Oh. She runs over to the monster to try to jam it to its eye. But then the man, the monster rolls Oh no. Harry. No, the monster Not rolls Harry this attack. Yeah. And uh uh he parries and now the monster rolls to attack Dolly. Oh and, no. Uh, and he Of course the monster's attacking a strong independent woman. And he he succeeds. Daddy's gonna be <laughs> so mad at you, Mister Monster. Oh no! You should have trained harder. Yeah, and he 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 bites down on on Dolly's abdomen and rips her guts out. Jesus Dear God! Oh, no. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that is gnarly. No. Very fucking dead. Oh, Dolly! And now uh, it is Adam's turn. Oh, and actually, uh, the monster has now advanced on you guys, uh, and you've had to step back. So you are now towards the back of the room, and he is fully inside the cabin. Okay. So I am going to use... How many eyes left? Two? Mm -hmm. Two purple eyes. I'm going to use two bullets to shoot at it at the same time. Use the pellets. All right, two pellets to shoot at it at the Mm -hmm. same time. Okay, so I'm going to put you at a disadvantage now, so you're going to want to roll under 60. Under 60. That's under 65. 65. All right. 
Oh, 70. No. No. One of them misses. Right. One more. Come on. Seven. Woo! That one hits. I hit. No. Monster's got one eye. The other pellet smashes into the to the creature's eye, and it rah, again, oh, it's bleeding out of its eye, and now it's Sam's turn. All right, I'm obviously going to shoot at its last remaining eye. I'm still using the real dice. It's a challenge, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is it? Uh, well, it was a one, but... Yeah, that hits. And that actually, that hits for, like, epic damage. A natural so. one, Ooh. baby! Yeah. That sweet crit! <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to make you roll a 1d10. It just does 10 damage into the monster's eye. And the monster now, uh, that its last purple eye has gone out, it closes all of its eyes, and it starts, you know, running around wildly because it can't see, and it's slamming into the building oh, and breaking boy. down the walls, and the cabin seems like it's about to collapse. We got to get the hell out of here. Is it is it like breaking down like like metaphorical walls like you know walls of oppression? Yeah, is it having an emotional breakthrough? Can we can we grab Dolly's body? Uh, sure. Yeah, we drag Dolly out the front Let's door. Drag... We get the heck out of there. Can we get out of there? All right. Yeah, you, well, you guys, you get out, and 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 I don't know what are you doing now. Well, I just want to see outside. if she has any valuables. You're, you're just chilling outside. Smoking. She's she's ramsacking Dolly's dead body. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing inside. But, uh, she no, doesn't have anything. She, she's got it. She's got a great figure. I suppose oh, I take like out China. my stop my, All my right. golden pocket watch and I check the time. Uh, you check the time. It's nine o'clock at night. Nice. Just then, uh, five more of these monsters oh, emerge fuck. from the ground oh. and begin advancing oh. on you. But. From the other direction, you see the headlights of a roadster racing towards you. And as it gets closer, you can see there's some old man who you've never seen before. And he's dressed head to toe like a blue cowboy, blue cowboy hat, blue jacket, blue pants, blue lapel. And he says, jump into the roadster if you want to live. Robert Chevy, I presume? Guys, I want to take Dolly, and I want to, like, return her to her father. To the dragger on the roadster. <laughs> I ain't no Robert Chevy, and I'm not taking no corpses. You guys have five seconds to jump into the roadster, or the man in blue is leaving you behind. You oh, got to leave right. that body. We got to get the All hell right. out of here. I say, rest in peace, my sweet, stupid friend, and I close her eyes, and <laughs> I leave her. All right, you guys jump into the roadster, and it speeds away. The monsters are chasing after it, but they're no match for the speed of this... Uh, classic 1930s roadster. Uh, it's just a cool car. This is Yul Brenner, I, I, I assume. <laughs> no, I was really taking like a uh, like a gambler's leap on this being Robert Chevy. I would hope when you were just like, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys ride off into the darkness, away from the carnage, uh, with your 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 bodies and your sanity intact. But uh, there's still so much. Mystery left to be uncovered. Do the radio voice. Will Ryan Brickman and his companions solve the mystery of the demented Westy Town? Will they rescue the helpless denizens held captive by dark forces? Will Ryan end up with Sam or Adam? All of these questions and more to be answered on the next Talkie Boys Radio Hour or... I guess HBO, I don't know what we're calling this segment, 
but join us here next time. Why not both, James? Why can't both Talkie be Talkie Boy Radio Hour! <laughs>